Yes, yes. Ladies and gentlemen. What's good? We in the building. Once again, it's your boy Sushi Fresh. Sushi Soul Star Fresh. Sushi motherfucking fresh. And today's gonna be a good one. Yeah. <laughs> today's gonna be quite interesting. Um as always, we have the lovely and talented Miss Kenya in the building. Oh, thank you. Hello yes, everyone. Yes, yes. Hey y'all, hey y'all. Um we have a special guest. Kenya, I'm gonna let you do the honors. I'm gonna ask you to do the honors to uh to um give our guest <laughs> the intro that he deserves. Okay. I didn't prepare. Mm. We okay. don't ever prepare. Tis true. <laughs> All right, guys. So today we are blessed with the presence of Mr. King Joe yeah. Spiff. King. King Joe Spiff, my brother, my best friend, <laughs> the talented singer, songwriter, talented every goddamn thing, honestly. <laughs> so, yeah, he's in a building with us yes, today. Yes, yes. I love that introduction. You're welcome. <laughs> First, I would like to thank Brother Sushi for inviting me. <laughs> he's so aggy. <laughs> <laughs> and I would love to thank the illustrious Kenya Logan. Oh, y'all better get Come on. Spicy words. Since you are in the air. Y'all have to act up today. I cannot. I've been wanting to come on this show ever since I was a little boy. And I'm just really. Not a little boy. Yo, Sush. I'm a little, little boy. (laughs) (laughs) I'm really happy that y'all have me here and I'm here with y'all and we could talk and chill and have fun. Yeah, I mean. Let's get the 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 um, good energy out now because I feel yeah. like at some point uh, it's gonna make a turn. It's gonna get. It's definitely yeah. gonna make a turn, but it's all good. That's what. We, that's why we do these things. We mm-hmm. have these talks so we can air it out and let the people know what they need to know. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So, before we kind of get into like the meat of the show, um, found out some pretty fucked up news today. Uh, one of the illest uh, American uh, rappers, African American rappers, who's um, been around for a while. Uh, he kind of felt—I don't want to use the word—fell off, but uh, he's been away. Um, I'm assuming that it's been through um, health issues. But um, we lost another good one today. Um, yeah. Dope rapper by the name of Black Rob. Mm. You know crazy. what I'm saying? Um, R.I.P. It's it's crazy that. Um, At this point, there's never been. I know a long time ago when I was wa- I started watching uh, Drink Champs. Uh, shout out to Nori and DJ FN. Um, he always talked about having some type of like retirement plan for rappers because you know, as an artist, you all your income is solely based off of what you produce, like what you bring forth. Like there is no nine to five. There's no salary for a rapper. You feel me? It's kind of like whatever you put out, that's what you recoup. Mm. And if you're not putting nothing out, you ain't getting shit back, you know? And for whatever reason, once a rapper gets to a certain age, um, we kind of shelve them and, 
we're on to the next. But that's kind of just music in general. We mm. just shelf people once they've reached a certain age limit and we feel like they corny, you know what I'm saying? Um, Pharrell and Hove are probably the only two enig- enigmas of that <laughs> situation because Hove is well into his 50s and I can't wait for the next Hove album. Um, <clears throat> but, you know, we put these rappers away, you set them aside, and then we forget about them. But then we, as consumers, it's kind of like, you know, we don't really pay it forward with these artists. It's like they've given us all of these records that we do all of these things too, And then it's like once we deem them corny mm. or not as relevant anymore, that's it. And now, you know, they're not making any money because we don't want to hear from them anymore. Things happen and, you know, they kind of have to find a way to live a new life. It sucks that a lot of these rappers get into a bad way. Yeah. You feel me? Like, I'm listening to, uh, I forgot whose podcast I was listening to, but they was talking about X. And he relapsed. He relapsed mad times. Like, if you like throughout his career, it's been an ongoing circle of, like, drug issues and this, that, and the third. And, you know, there's conspiracy saying that that might not be the case. Um, I thought he was clean. I really did. You know, I, you know I, I, I did really as well. Know. I did as well. But, yeah, again. We don't really know. Especially if you are a serial, like, drug user, you know how to hide it. You know, and I'm somebody like X who's been dealing with it for so long. I'm sure that he's 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 like a functioning Mm -hmm. person. Like he can still do his thing and then go rock a show. You feel me? Um, But yeah, you know, it's sad to see somebody like Black Rob because, again, that shit popped out of nowhere. Yeah. Like I didn't I really didn't. I didn't understand it. It was kind of weird how we discovered it mm-hmm. you know a part of me at one point well when i first saw it i'm like this nigga trying to get some sympathy because you know x just passed and now you on your death like now you so-called on the deathbed and this down the third but then i start seeing other people come out talking about it and he's like nah like he been sick for a while he even said it himself like that he's had like at least like five strokes i believe he said which is wild. Like, I don't know nobody who who go through five of them shits. Like, that's Mm -hmm. what you call taking a licking and keep on ticking. Like, that shit is crazy. You know what I'm saying? But, uh, dealing with that the whole time. Yeah, man. You know, so with that being said, you know, um, condolences to his family and, um, all his supporters and things of that nature. Um, So it's always a little giggle <laughs> before we get there. So, give seeing all of this death and all of these issues that a lot of these older rappers are having, mm-hmm. I find it kind of uh, strange that a lot of the younger rappers don't really take heed to their predecessors. Over the week, um, I went through this. YouTube rabbit hole and I came across some young MCs from the great state of Florida (laughs) when I say these niggas is wild these niggas is wild I'm gonna play you guys a record right um just just indulge for a second and I want you to take in exactly what they're saying because it's crazy and hopefully I'm able to break it down 
Now, people in Florida, they speak a whole different language, mm-hmm. in my opinion. A lot of that shit, I don't understand it. Like, you have to text it to me because I don't get it. But we're going to we're gonna do our best to work through this, all right? Oh, yeah. Captions needed. Yes, captions are definitely needed. This intro is driving me already. So I feel like so, I'm about to go left. So in the video, they're they're playing golf. And these are some real Florida niggas. I'm talking gold teeths. <laughs> gold teeths. Um, crazy dreads. Jewelry. All of that. Cigars. And there, there's a there's a message with the cigars. Um it's not necessarily smoking mm. cigars that they're talking about, but uh, you'll you'll see. These are all real events. These are all real people that they're talking about. So, ladies and gentlemen, um, these mm. these names that they named in the in these records, uh, actual people who lost their lives to gun violence um, through their ops. Their ops just so happen to be some of these people who are um, in the video and probably other people who are affiliated with these guys. Um, That's so sad. Yeah, I really do not understand... I do not understand how in 2020... I mean, yes, you know, people... People still can get guns, you know, like gang violence ain't going to stop just because there's a pandemic out here. But it's like we got other shit to worry about than killing somebody because what block they on. You feel me? Like that shit is so 1980 something, bro. Like, I feel like it's always, always been. Come on. Like when happening. are we going? When are we going to like. When they right, start bro. valuing life. When they start caring about life. But then sometimes the situations that they are in, they don't give a fuck. That's they truly the part don't. That kills me. Like, because my other thing is now you're putting shit like this into music and or just anywhere out in the public. Like you kind of like tell, like these young kids like telling on themselves. So I'm glad you just said what you just said. Um, after this video came out, um, I guess the thing now on YouTube is to do reaction videos mm-hmm. and things of that nature. So there were some streamers who was, um, uh, it was like a group stream and it was some kid by the name of Aiden. All of the, all of his friends, his friends, and I say that in the the biggest quotations I can ever use, um, got him to, uh, react to this particular video and you know, he's watching it. So now they're telling him, like, like, recite it, like, rap mm-hmm. the lyrics. 
Now, again, these are real street niggas. These are real street niggas who had some kind of to do with the loss of these guys who they're rapping about. Now, the ops, as they call them, <laughs> I feel so old saying that. <laughs> the ops, as they call them, um, they, you know, they young too. So they have access to all of these things, the streams and all of this shit that's going on in the world. They looking at that shit too. The gangsters from back in the day, they weren't so computer savvy. Mm -hmm. But now the nerds are out here shooting niggas. So they got him rapping these lyrics about killing somebody. And the the guy, his I told you guys earlier, his name was Fulio, I believe it was. His brother is Bibby. Mm -hmm. One of the one of the um most um what's the word I'm trying to use? I want to say illustrious because that was a great <laughs> word. Um, <laughs> but one of the stronger lyrics is, mm -hmm. you know, the who I smoke, baby, who I smoke, Leaky. Mm -hmm. Like, those are his people. The guy's Fulio. Like, Bibby's his brother. I think Leaky was like his, like, mm -hmm. man's man's. And this guy is on stream rapping these lyrics. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of like these rappers who make these records, it's not. I don't. I don't feel as if like neutral people should partake in this stuff because this is shit that's way beyond us. You know what I mean? It's different when we rapping ether from Nas because it's like Hov don't give a shit. Mm. But you got these young whippersnappers out here who will come and shoot you yeah. because you talking about my dead homie. Yeah, you feel me? Like these are real street niggas making records. And I think it's kind of fucked up that shit like this is still kind of happening. I feel like it just should not get any life. Like it shouldn't, we shouldn't pay attention to it. But in the world we live in, enough people are going to pay attention to it to yeah. make it a thing. It's all about having something, having something to say about this thing. And I will say as a, like a kid listening to this, cause I'm older and Immediately, I'm like, all right, I know this intro about to go south. It's about to go wild. So they start rapping. Right, because that shit but was like lovely. The beat was kind of dope. Like, I kind of. <laughs> it kind of. It lit a little. It intrigued me a little bit. Typical but only man. because you told me what they're talking about, I'm, I wouldn't support it. Because it's wild. But the beat was. The beat was a hype for a second. It was. That's the problem with y'all niggas. That's man. the problem. I'm, See, that's the that's the main problem. That's the problem. I mean, I get both of y'all sides. I truly do. But we have to realize that one, we we're asking for a change mm -hmm. where we don't we haven't come from a time of change. Like mm -hmm. ever since, like you got to think about Martin and Malcolm. Like we are still in segregation. There are still black communities and white communities. It's still very, very different. And those communities, these are what these young boys go through. They fight one another. Majority of these boys, what the dream that is given to them is to uh, uh, hustle, scam, get a become a rapper, and you gonna keep bread flowing. Like people are trying to find ways to leave the street and. That song, Loki, was catchy as hell. It was mm -hmm. catchy as yeah. hell. But that's the part that's scary, bro. It is. It's like, but they're smart. Think about it. Think way. about, think about 
somebody who it, who has the same sentiment. It's like it, this song slap. So now you down there, you down there in uh, Opelika, Florida, and you bumping this shit, yep. mm-hmm. and then somebody hear that shit, and they yep. like, oh, who the fuck? Yep. Now you, now you in a situation that you shouldn't be in, all because you find this song catchy. Like, that's like fifty. That's like saying Fifty Cent. What up, blood? What up? What up? Like people used to be scared of singing that song in public. I used to be in the skating ring, and oh, I left with that song. I, I wasn't fuck. about to be singing it out loud because I know where I am. Now, <laughs> I, I that that makes that makes per, that makes sense, and I feel like for that for that time, yes, a hundred percent. Because fucking uh, what record? Uh, Certified Gangster. Whenever that shit came on. We was on look out like who in here stepping mm, to that shit first thing who you throwing hands for. up like yeah we was definitely yeah. on it. Now think about that timing mm-hmm. when that song came out. Mm-hmm. This is well it's got to be like ten years mm. and we and why haven't these kids figured out that that don't mean anything at this point? Because they don't care. Mm. Mm. I think they know that it, it it does have a meaning because you have to think like for example let's talk let's throw Soldier Boy in the mix. Soldier Boy came out of nowhere and disrespected Ice T and he kind of made that a trend to disrespect, disrespect to disrespect the older people. Then okay. where after Soldier Boy was what I don't want to say it was like right after, but I think I feel like Nicki came out with Stupid Ho and mm-hmm. Stupid Ho. Everybody know that song was about yeah. him. Like everybody knew that song was about him. And and I just feel like we we were in the time where that generation, the millennial, well, we're the millennials, right? What are they called? Gen Z? I think that's what you call them. Yeah, we the millennials. The Gen Z, these kids have shocked me greatly because I didn't know what was going on. These kids are out here protesting mm-hmm. during COVID. <laughs> you're always, you're always going to have your mix of the ones that are going to do what needs to be done and the others that's still going to do foolish shit that may not be good enough for us you know what i'm saying but another thing is a lot of these newer rappers don't really know enough of the old rappers to even respect them Mm, because they have not done the work to go look and see who it was whereas the rappers that were coming up that we respect Mm. they were giving props to the previous and yes studying because it was harder to get like we talked about last week it's harder to get in the game back then you had to do so much and you had to think like all right so if i love x so much and x was rapping like this like i want to like you know what i'm saying i gotta come in strong now it's like oh i could not know i can sing rap not know how to sing make a, a rap song or just about, diss or a just rapper, diss a rapper or, yeah, just and, give clout yeah. <laughs> these niggas nowadays like, they'll that's sample all they do they'll sample from an artist who do, they don't know shit about no idea <laughs> they don't know where the fuck that song came from nope. come on. they don't nope. know nope Motherfucking, they never uh, seen white chicks. Like, <laughs> what's the nigga name? Um, Rich Homie Quan. Mm. This nigga got up there to do a Biggie tribute mm. and didn't even know the fucking mm-hmm. song. <laughs> like, See? what are you? What are See? you doing, bro? Like, do your See? homework. And I don't remember the specific rapper at the time, so I don't want to call a name and lie. But I remember at one point, one of the young artists when he first came out, he did say like, "I don't research those people. Mm-hmm. I don't know those people." I 
They don't, that's why I keep saying they don't care. And a lot of them don't value life. This is a money thing for them. Yeah. They don't give a fuck. And I'm, I'm wondering, like, at some point when it comes to street cred or whatever the case may be, I would think that you, your first goal would, to, would be to not tell on yourself. Because literally, you're the ops, right? You're <laughs> you telling on yourself. You like, the they watching y'all. But it's glamorized. They, wa- it's so glamorized. It's glamorized it's so glamorized the new sad. social media. It's because sad. everything is recorded now. Yes. That's why yeah. I want to say, back in the day, if we talk about what happened back in the day, like, when I watch videos of, like, DMX on tour... Yeah, like the blackout tour. Yo, the stuff that Fades first of all, black. the cameras didn't even cover stuff that we see today. Yeah, we see today. I'm on live right now. Y'all catching all of this? Back in the day, it was no live. It was just I was me at my dining room table or me and my uh, uh, table sitting down listening to Miss Jones and, and Hot 97 <laughs> and like Small literally me and my shit. cousins. We all be listening to the radio. You had to low key imagine yes. what was going and on and making my mixtapes volume yeah. one. JB, you was you really wasn't getting the the tea until. Like the the weekend or like the following week when now all of this stuff is coming in and they're reporting it, yes. but it's like now it's kind of live and direct. Like you can catch that right shit like the second it's happening. And again, with everything, there's a good and there's a bad because it's in some cases it is a blessing that social media is what it is and we mm-hmm. have these cameras and we can't record a lot of shit that's going on. But then at the same time, how do we stop the ones that don't know how to use it? So I even told like mm. a lot of parents like, yo. Social media is here. You can't take it from your kids, but you can uh, do the work and kind of find some time if you can to learn it and teach them the pros and the cons, what they they should do and what they shouldn't do. Because watch, years later, these kids are going to try to be like, damn, we had social media for mad long. I should have used that to build da-da-da, or I should have used it to learn this. And it's going to be like so much time has passed. But then you got to let kids be kids because there's a lot of shit that we sit back now and be like, yo... I wish I would have did it back then. You didn't do it because you were a kid. Yeah. You want to just be a kid. And they yeah. just out here being fucked up <laughs> I mean, that's what happens when you give a kid a camera. What do you think about like, them do? They're going to show their ass. What can you do? <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know. When I had my first camera, I was in my room record, like making songs, uh, fucking like record. Recording myself singing like cover songs mm. and shit. And but I'm thinking like, oh, this about to be lit. Yeah, I did. You like, valued your life. You valued other people's up, lives. These kids don't give a fuck. But some kids, if you go right now, if you go on any rough block and you throw a camera, most likely they're going to throw their setup. Gonna show you a, yes, they're going to throw a setup or they're going to show you their gun. They're going to show you their piece. Like, what's up? It's just wild, though, because there's so many people that grow up in the hood and don't choose that route. So you can, I don't know but then at the choose. same time, I understand okay. some of the situations that have been placed on certain people. Yes. I get that. And trauma. It's un- and trauma and, and family members not even noticing that trauma or caring enough about that trauma to take you to handle that trauma because they ain't handle their own. Right. So when you don't handle your own, you can't even recognize somebody else's. Yeah. So you it's feel just like fucked shit up is from what the, it is. Yeah. And yes. Like you just tell them stay out the streets. That that's going to make them look at right. what's up in the streets. Like why are you telling what's, them stay away from? What's me? really fucked up is a lot of these parents who who live in these type of situations or environments and almost encourage their kids to get out here and do these things. It's like, yo, we need money. You talking about you going to school? We got to pay for this. We got to pay for that. Like, Mm -hmm. your dad, he took care of us. He got out here. He did what he had to do. Like, what's wrong with you? What you, you trying to be a geek? You want to go to school? Fuck. Mm -hmm. Like, no. Like, let these kids go to school. Homies or whatever, they pray. 
on these kids. Yeah. And they know their situations. Mm. And they're like, yo, I could get you to do da da da. Mm. And you immediately now feel loved by this person who's trying to what? Put money in your pocket when your parents can't. That's that's how um that's how uh the kid who who the two kids who tried to rob from the Uber guy and mm-hmm. he got killed, that's mm-hmm. how that situation happened. Or mm-hmm. some like go go get that. Go get this from whoever. Like see what he got. And now they fucked up mm-hmm. in the in the system out here. It's it's crazy, mm-hmm. man. It's crazy. Um Six Sad World. Yes, it's very, very sad. I got that from very. Daria. <laughs> Damn, she <laughs> Daria. That was my shit. I love Daria. Um so I kind of want to get you guys' idea of um this whole, you know, the these attacks on uh the Asian community. Mm-hmm. Um I have I I have an opinion, but I want to know before I put my foot in my mouth. I want to hear you guys do the same. Mm. Well, we're going to be blunt, right? Yes, we, we can. That's that's what real. that's what this is for. I just want to say I love all God's children. Yes. Um, to start, mm-hmm. and God, 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 my lips as these words leave my mouth. Um, I have seen, witnessed, and been a part of feeling some form of racism from the Asian community. I've been to China and I see the way. They treat black people. Mm. And okay. I see the way they looked at us and laughed. Uh, people were, like, pulling their kids from us. Mm. Like, and we were literally on the train. One tall boy was with us, so they were like, oh, does you, you play basketball? Like, just so, they're, they're, they're like, like. Come on, Kenya. That's I'm, regular. I say that. No, fine. If you seven, fine. if you 6'2", and you don't, if listen, you can't dunk, nigga, something wrong with you. Okay, listen. At the end of the day, every tall black man can't play ball. Period. Okay? They should. But he can't. So, either way, they were doing the most, covering their noses. Like, all right, we were at Pizza Hut. Son, I was I was shocked. Yeah. We were at Pizza Hut, and the waiter just kept laughing. And we're like, why is he laughing? He brings his friend over so they can both just laugh over us. Like, and we're like, what? what's so funny? What's so funny? Yeah, that's a, like, do that's we a look little, funny? That's a little much. Yo, they were doing shit that made me feel like, what the fuck is... What's happening? And then there's a whole area called Shaobei where it's predominantly African, people of African descent, like all different, like I met a lady from Cameroon, all different places of Africa that live within that area. Mind you, the food is fucking amazing over there. <laughs> Let me just say that, okay? But they were rioting with the people over there. Really? Yes. They were, like, it, I was so shocked. And I just want to say, like, I, I don't, I never have any, like, hate towards anyone especially like the Asian community or anybody, but I feel like their businesses are everywhere. Their businesses are all in our spaces and they don't really, I'm not going to say everyone, but majority of them don't really show us love like that. And and to be honest, I truly deep down blame America for everybody else looking at us wild. Because America has not only worked overtime to brainwash us as a people, they worked overtime to show us in a certain light in front of the whole world so that if we step foot in anybody else's space, we are the aggressor. We are the bad ones. So now Asians, don't they don't fucking like us like that. But we are supposed to jump up to your defense. Where y'all at? When we, where y'all at? Right. When we need people. We That's always true. helping somebody. 
Where y'all at when we need somebody? But the thing is, we don't ask. We get up and do. But when everybody else got issues, it's, oh, well, you guys don't, you guys, no, the fuck we gonna sit home and watch? (laughs) That ass. We don't want this to happen to you, but I'm gonna sit the fuck down. Yeah, I, I, um, what's, what's the, uh, quote, um, God helps those who help themselves. Uh, Amen. And I feel like I'm not, I can't take you serious if you're not going to fight for yourself. If you're not going to fight for yourself, how, how do you expect me to do it for you? You feel me? Cause I'm not going to get my ass beat for you. Like that doesn't even make sense. You know what I mean? And I don't, my, my thing, my, my, I don't even understand why, um, questioning like, Oh, why? Like, why haven't black people like, why, why should we, we ain't, we ain't Asian. We black, like we got issues just like they got issues. We still trying to figure out how to stop these motherfucking white folks from treating us as if we not equal. Let alone like now we got to wear fighting a battle. Y'all fight your own battle. Not to be racist, but most Asians that I've come across that I've dealt with in my life, they all have their own tribe. They deal with each other. When I was living in Society Hills, the little um, the Chinese restaurant by my house, everybody who worked in there, they lived together. They all hung out together. Like even like the kids, like they didn't even want us to hang with them because it's like nah, like we a family. You leave them niggas alone. Like we just give them chicken and egg rolls. It's not for us to be playing with them. So. <laughs> Now y'all getting y'all asses beat for some shit that y'all don't deserve. I I will say that you don't deserve that. Right. But what you want me to do? What 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 am I supposed to do? I'm still trying to make sure that I don't do nothing to make these cops want to shoot me. Now I'm gonna give them a reason by standing up for you. Fuck that. You stand up for your goddamn self. You feel me? Y'all always talking about black folks need to pull themselves up by their bootstrap. Them motherfuckers got boots too. Pull them fucking, pull your bootstraps up. You feel me? Like, <coughs> fuck out of here. boots too, yo. I mean. It's a tough topic. In real life. It is, but it ain't. But it, I, yeah, I, get why, yeah. I get why it's yeah. tough, but yeah. no, it ain't. Yeah, you right. You know what I'm saying? Kenya was a witness to me passing out in Walmart. I passed right. out in Walmart. Mm-hmm. And when I passed out, low, low prices. <laughs> not the prices. Uh, oh All I know, God. I was getting really, really hot, okay. and I felt like my sh- breath shortening. And I sat down. Well, first I hopped on the counter, and King was like, "You're sitting on the pharmacy's counter. Like, what are you doing? Sit." Like, you know, I was on the table. There was a bench I, right there. Sit at the I bench. I didn't see the bench. I just, saw, I just knew I needed to sit, and I, I didn't, didn't know. know what to do. So she, I went and sat down, and I passed out. And in, uh, in Kenya's words, I passed out in front of an entire Asian yes. family. Yep. And when yep. I passed out, do you guys think the Asian family stopped and helped me? No. Do you think they coddled me? Do you think they gave me some herbal tea? No. Or some wontons? No, 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 no. That didn't happen. It's a joke. That didn't happen. Yeah. They kept it moving. They, they looked. They kept they it looked, moving. But they kept it moving. Now, the reason why people are asking black people or people in general to speak We're up, but black people, that. because black people are too forgiving. Yes. We forgive everything. You made us slaves. We're okay. We're stronger now. Slavery made us stronger. Nah. Like, come on. No. No. 
No. I feel like everybody needs to be accountable of themselves. There's too many videos out here of black women being beaten in nail salons with brooms getting jumped. Were we spending our money? And that's the problem. And my whole thing is if we go on, we've been been helping the Asian communities. We've been doing that. We've been doing that since day one. We've been helping them by letting their businesses coming into our communities and banking off us. Yep. That's enough support. Now we about to do uh, 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 our own black salons, our own black natural beauty shops. Come Shout on, out man. to Joe Spiff with the Gemma Essentials, Shea Butter. Holla at me. <laughs> Holla at me. Some of them, some of the uh, Asian suppliers, because you know they supply everything, they're making it kind of hard for some. I saw like a TikTok um, business owner, a business owner on TikTok, sorry. And um, it was a black woman, and she had a beauty supply store. Uh-huh. She was saying how they were making it hard for her to get inventory. Mm. Yo, nobody wants us to succeed. Nobody, not even some of us. Nobody wants even black the hair business. Succeed, the hair business. When girls get girls get in this hair business, which is a lot of girls who every most black girls know how to do hair. They just don't like saying it because it's a lot of work. But most black girls know how to do hair on real talk. And the sad part is a lot of girls trying to bank off this, especially the wig making business. But then what happens? Uh, people start doing reviews about the hair, and the hair all uh, sometimes girls get a bad batch, and the hair is probably shredding, shedding a lot, and whatever, and then they get horrible reviews. But what y'all not fail to realize is all this hair come from one place, mm. <laughs> okay? Mm. And the thing about it is if you can realize that they're turning black businesses against each other and black people against each other because now your business is better, my business is better than your business. But the thing is, a bad batch happens to everybody. Mm. But girls, y'all, y'all like to go against one another and not really like to talk about that. But you know, that's, that's, that's something that I'm not going to necessarily say that anybody outside of us cultivated. Like, we get into a space where... Um, we have this that uh old you know crab in the barrel mentality and where'd that we, come from um i'm i'm not i i don't honestly know okay but what so, i will say is what i will say is um we practice it more than anybody else okay so let me just take it back because i know people like sales slavery is over uh so watching um some people that went to ghana recently or whatever uh maybe like over the last year they went to the place where I think it's called a castle something, but they don't like to call it that. Whatever. You go there, and there was this room that they will show you where they would pack this room. Maybe this, maybe even smaller than where we're sitting in. They would pack hundreds of men mm-hmm. and women into these rooms. And what they would do is they have holes that are drilled into the wall and pass them food through these little assholes. Not giving, forget being black. Just being a human being that hasn't, you didn't eat anything in days. Mm -hmm. And now they're passing you food through fucking holes. You are going to fight each other to get it. They have brainwashed us from, or tried. No, they have. From the beginning Mm -hmm. of fucking time. Mm -hmm. And I keep saying, these people have been savages because in my mind, it wasn't about in the moment for them. It was about long term, we fucking these niggas up. Yeah. Long term, we fucking with their brains. Nobody's going to like y'all. Mm-hmm. Nobody's going to fuck with you. So, yes, I, I told you I've argued with a dude before about how I do give black people a bit of sympathy. Because this shit is not, when you fuck with somebody mentally, 
that's different. Yeah. Anybody could punch you in your face and you could recover. True. But you fuck somebody up mentally. Yeah, that's like, that's long lasting effects. Yo, and over 400 years and y'all want us to get over it? Like. I understand. I, I get the sentiment there. But um, a lot of the people who, who practice this this process, um, they're not in touch with their ancestors. This is this is I have to get mine, and you figure out how to get yours mm-hmm. type of thing. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Like I, it's what you like. I that makes that is completely understandable. But when we talking about shit that don't have to do with like um, systematic help, like from outside people, it's really just getting my brother, my sister to to support it's like well i can't support you because i got my thing Mm -hmm. or i can't support you because it by me supporting you i'm not supporting myself but it's like nah nigga like we gotta help each other other. i i was just i was having this conversation with shorty a couple of um like like maybe two days ago we was talking about music and you know the whole mike fiend label and all of this stuff even like recording with like my, my friends now um you know I would always stress you don't have to have a plan. Not everybody in the room got to have a plan. As long as somebody has an idea, mm-hmm. we can work off that idea. You know what I'm saying? Like a lot of times we shit on people just because it's an option. It's not even like, nah, that's not going to work. You have no idea on how to get shit to go. I got a idea. But you don't want to hear my idea because it's like, nah, nah, that's not going to work. Because you ain't figured shit out. So it's like, because you ain't figured it out, you're not going to listen to me. And that was kind of, you know, I, I, I know that feeling firsthand. And I really hate that a lot of times we we look at each other in that way. It's like, you got an idea, but you got an idea for your thing. But like, nah, bro, like, we can all eat off of this idea. We just got to put in the fucking work. Now, just because I got the idea, that don't mean you could sit back and watch my shit grow and then think you're going to come pick from my fruit. Like, no, nigga, like, I'm going to put this seed down. You got to put some water in. You got to put some water in. You put some water in. This is all our fruit. But I feel like I ha- I feel like that happens in all cultures. I mean, but we, we care about, you know, what's happening yeah, in us and how we should change it because of everything that has been happening to yeah. us all these years, so I agree. Yes, it, you have sucks. to teach that. That's the that's the real thing. Like this is why I try to tell people. Like everyone wants to find a one way answer, and I feel like the best thing about uh, about everything that we want to accomplish is making it a conversation. Because mm-hmm. when we make it a conversation, now people are enlightened. Now people want to do research. Now people get to see another perspective. And then beyond that, we can grow from there. Mm-hmm. But if we don't make it a conversation or put it on the table, people can't grow from it. People can't heal. People can't talk about it. It's nothing. We have to literally teach people to think. Yeah. And especially in the hood, like with the uh, urban communities and the trauma, we have to make it a conversation. When we make it a conversation, we put it on the table. People are now allowed to voice their opinion, to hear maybe their opinion isn't the best opinion. 
and you know to grow from there. But when you don't go, think about how many kids aren't able to go to school to have those conversations. Or think about the people who don't aren't even around people who know how to carry a conversation or let alone read a book. Mm-hmm. This is real talk. And that's why I just tell people all day, like, as long like this right now, this podcast, this conversation is important. Facts. It's very important. Because now other people are enlightened. They're thinking about perspectives that they didn't have before. Mm-hmm. And we, as black people, we've been through the mud. Been through the mud. We're still going through it. We're still going through this change of, of, of right now, it's a, we've been fighting for the abolish the police movement. And is is right now at its height, at its peak. We still on George Floyd, George Floyd case, and how many people We're died actually this week? having a trial <laughs> when we watched you kill a man on TV? We're having a trial. So the the what? part the part that fucks me up the most about that, right? Mm. So they got this fucking clown to get up there and list off all of these different reasons of why he passed away, mm. right? The the funniest meme I've seen so far is you talking about he 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 died from carbon monoxide mm-hmm. poisoning. He wouldn't have been fucking poisoned if the motherfucker didn't, didn't have, have his fucking come okay. on now. Okay. If he wasn't down there inhaling fucking gasoline fuel for nine fucking minutes. So even that doesn't save maybe, you. Maybe maybe that wouldn't have been uh, a reason. You feel me? Like, mm-hmm. regardless of how you try to spin it, my nigga, it's still going to land the same yeah. way. But you feel me? It's White the audacity privilege. to try to spin it, though. White right. Privilege. The audacity to say that a 26-year vet didn't know her stun gun from her fucking White real gun. Privilege. The audacity of these fucking people. Come on to now. Just, privilege. Just... You telling me you don't know the fucking, your left from your right? If you don't know your left from your right, you should not be a and police And bitch, who officer. called you? Right. Why are you they here? They need you. Why are you here? Like, yo, the the it, the foolishness that these people try to make okay is just uh, like it's beyond me. Yeah, man, it's, it's beyond me. And and taking it back again, mm-hmm. why was the police even created? Bounty hunters. Yeah, to w- yep. get Come slaves. on now, speak that to shit. To get can slaves. You? Speak that shit, man. So they made you free to- so that they could take a group of people. To at the time run around on their horses, yes, and snatch your free asses yes. up, yes. Okay, they were That's never what designed it was for. to help us. So now, when we get to where we are now in life, we should have our own black police. We should have our own shit because at the end of the day, what they, didn't uh, Martin Luther King before he died, he realized that he kind of set his people to the fire yeah. with trying to segregate us. Because when we were well, in, integrate. in, sorry, integrate us, cool. sorry, when we were together. On Black Wall Street and these places, you could only buy from blacks. Right. You could only spend your bucks with your people. Right. So with with um with with that being said, um, in twenty twenty, well twenty twenty one now, do you believe that uh, segregation is something that would be a viable? Uh, Thing as far as black folks, well, you know how I feel. I Wait, say that again. <laughs> should we be segregated? Should we be? Should should we go back to segregation? Yes. Yeah, I think so. The only reason why I think that um, segregation is needed, um, because uh, we don't, we haven't seen. Uh, I feel like we don't, we don't really know our potential. I feel like we really don't, and. Um, 
I feel like we allow, again, black people are so forgiving. We let anybody come up in the community, anybody buy up anything they want. Everybody, like, literally, the woman, my neighbor, a young black, I'm not a young, an older black woman who's a, a homeowner of two homes because someone in the hood kept on breaking into her home. She went and sold both of her homes for 50 grand to a Jewish man. Mm. Wow. Mm. Two homes for 50 grand. He's about to charge somebody mad. Are you? And yes, and now he sublet, he sublet little apartments in one of the homes. And he's basically, he has like, I think, I want to say probably five tenants in a home. Had I known that woman was selling that property that was next door to me, wouldn't I want that? Two properties mm. for 50 grand? Yeah, that's fucking nuts. But we, we don't know. We don't know. We don't know how to help one another out. We don't know how to how to uh, uh, not turn to the man in times of trouble. We need to really be on this. Abolish the police. I don't think it's a idea. I don't think it's like we don't know. Um, it's more so a fear. It's like we we are afraid to relinquish a lot of our assets or control or some control to other black people because there's this persona that we have. It's like, um, black owned businesses have a, 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 a taint on it for some mm. strange reason. It's like, you're not going to take this black owned business as serious. If I was a black owned, uh, sock manufacturer, right? Mm-hmm. My socks do everything that let's say champion or Wilson does. You know what I mean? You want dry wick? It's dry wick. You want um, extra um, um, spandex in it? We got we got five percent, not two. We got five percent. You feel me? So it's my socks are legit, one size fit all. You know what I mean? And they cheap. You you you, you get a cheap ass pack with great quality, the same quality that you're gonna pay for these. But you're not gonna fuck with me. Mm-hmm. You're not gonna fuck with me because of this stereotype. Mm-hmm. You're gonna go to these. You're gonna pay that higher price for something that's cheaper that's that's cheaply made versus fucking with your boy Word. because you you haven't you you think you know me you think you know what i'm bringing and not only not fucking with you also harassing you and shitting and, on and my shitting business on you as if they would walk up in macy's and do the same right but Come y'all on. gotta realize this is not what they were taught. Again, how many times was your mother walking into an establishment saying, you see, that's a black pro- pro- black proprietor. Make sure you give back to your community. Was yes, that yes. repeated no. over and over? Yeah. Like, no. people don't know. And like, in our communities, a lot of kids really don't know that it's not, it's no black proprietors around. They don't really know that. Like, I thought for a long time, my barber, I thought he owned the shop. He was like, I don't own this. I was like, whoa. He said that shit. Like, I thought you was a like, staple in the community, brother. The way you talk, like, you had Ed Lover in here. You had he don't own it? No. You, look, she, she didn't <laughs> even know. She goes to my barber, too. Can you go to he her? No. Oh he said, Rob does not own Scovilles. No. Damn. And, and then it made me start thinking about everybody. Yeah. And I was like, you just, it's a veil. You think It's you a know. face. It's a face. Yes. Yes, you're right. I just want, I just, I just, I want it to get better. I don't know what is going to give us change. I don't know what is going to get our whole. 
community better as a whole. I don't so know you, 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 because you, you. they keep giving us a little bit to make us feel like we got something. Mm-hmm. It's been a little bit since they've been walking in, 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 uh, with uh, Malcolm X and, and uh, Martin Luther King. It's been little by little by little by little. Why the fuck we keep getting bits and pieces? So at this point, we don't want it from y'all no more. We need to get together and do that shit for ourselves. So let me, people are trying. Let me, let me pose this scenario, right? Uh-huh. Let's say your president, um, Joe Biden, jumps on <laughs> TV, right? Let's say he, he, he does a special announcement on BET. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you know, we understand there's a lot of racial issues, a lot of problems going on in the world a lot of it is um let's say he he does address that it there is us um systemic racism and all of these things that we know but white folks don't address now he he puts it out there plainly yes the police are out to get you you know all of these things so we propose a plan um all of the african-american communities we're going to give you, uh, let's say he gave all of us uh, who are registered with uh, the, the the census bureau. He's gonna <laughs> he's gonna give everybody, uh, let's say half a million dollars. We all get a half a million dollars, but you, in order for this plan to work, we have to segregate ourselves from you guys. And we're gonna. You, you guys have to go back to Africa. Oh, yeah. oh I, didn't expect, I didn't expect that last part. Let's do it. But hey, people are saying that. I just saw somebody say he straight up feels like a human. He don't feel like a black man. He feels a like human. a human in living when he since he's moved to Ghana. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. maybe let's pack it up. Mm-hmm. Because these other places that they show us are not thriving are thriving. Mm-hmm. Right. They respect black businesses. And what, what what kills me is, you know, you like media, they always, it's like, you see Africa, depending on who shows it, you see a, a more, a less desirable side of it. But mm-hmm. it's kind of like every, every state has a hood. You feel me? Every town, every neighborhood mm-hmm. got a ghetto. Yep. You feel me? And it that's, could be a trailer park. Right. It could be right. a hood with there's like, literally There's a whole, what they call the Appalachian Mountains. That's all. That's where all the ghetto whites live. <laughs> they all live there. That's where all of them have sex with their family members. Oh, like, all of them. If it's you ever, yo, la- ladies and gentlemen, if you, if, you, if you listen to this part of the, the fucking show, you have to watch um, White Underbelly and look at... <laughs> Look at some of them fucking Appalachian people that he interviews, and they are fucked up. It's some crackheads who be on there that are black that's fucked up, but, like, they know why they fucked up. Mm. Them white folks up in the mountains, they don't know why they fucked up. They just fucked up. Some of them can't even speak. They don't, they just, they can't put words together. that sounds very much like a caveman to me. You feel what I'm saying? So it's like, everybody got a hood. And I, I, I just don't like the way that they portray a lot of black communities because like yeah it's the hood it's dirt on the ground but we 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 still have a sense of community you feel me a lot of them 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 hood white folks them ghetto white folks they don't have community and you know i just want to say something to everyone that may live in the hood that is listening to us Mm -hmm. you just said something about you know dirt and shit like that 
I just want to say I very strongly have an issue with those of you that litter. Yeah. I want yeah. you to stop. Oh, my God. Making your hood so dirty. Because oh. at this point, we have New York rats. That shit is so and cringy. It's disgusting. Fuck the rats. At the end of the day, why do you want to walk outside and see garbage? You know who, who like you know who be pissing me off? The the vendors downtown Newark. This is where you fucking work. Why would you throw trash next right to you? You now you look like trash. You like, you in the trash now. What part of the what part of the brain? Like what part is it? Like what do we have to do for people to really think, oh, let me not throw this out the window? Like, how the fuck can we change? Like, how is it niggas, that you just walk into West Orange and it's clean? These niggas <laughs> will walk out of the store. They will walk out of the store, eat their shit. Stop while being they on the street. And just throw it. Just throw it on the ground. Stop like, it's nothing. I do not understand it. This is where you live. So, on my block. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you could get hurt out here just saying wild shit to people. But sometimes, y'all, you know, I don't give a fuck. So, I'm in my car. This young brother, I don't know how, probably in his 20s or something, Pants hanging off his ass. Young brother. Okay. Uh, uh, moving back and forth. Looking like, he, <laughs> looking like he a little drunk or whatever. Has a tray of food. And mind you, the house that he's in front of, somehow, someway, somebody's letting it go. Because there's a lot of garbage on the side of the house. Please clean it up. But either way, he is tossing food. And tossing food on the floor. I said, you know what? As much as I don't want to say anything, I have to. So I walked my window down. I said, bro, what are you doing? Like, right, right. I said, do you live on this block? He said, nah, nah. Swaying back and forth. I said, can you please stop throwing food on the floor? Oh, I'm just feeding the birds. I said, the birds don't give a fuck. Fuck them birds. The birds don't care. I said, do you see all that garbage right there? <laughs> I said, do you know that there are big ass rats on this block right now? Word. And at this point, I'm talking That's to him like I'm his mom. Like, I'm, I'm just trying to let him know, like... This is disgusting. This is where you live. Yeah. Or even if you don't live in on this block, that's even worse, nigga. Get off my block. Right. You Doing gonna, that stupid you shit. You going to bring that shit over here. Do that place. shit on your block. So he was like, nah, man, I, I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I just wanted, I said, you just wanted nothing. Please right. stop. He was like, nah, nah, you got it. You got it. And started walking. Stop fucking up the hood. Yeah, man. Clean that shit the fuck up. It's dirty. And the, what, a lot of, what a lot of us don't realize is, they not going to come clean up our hood. Nope. They nope. like, fuck them niggas. Yep. yep. That shit is going to yep. stay there. If we, all it would take, honestly, it would just take for everybody who lives on the block to come outside and clean that shit up. Mm-hmm. It's only going to take that one time. You do that shit, you'll never want to do that. You'll never want to dirty up your block again. You'll mm-hmm. see how much of a difference that shit makes. You don't, like a lot of people don't come outside because of how fucked up they neighborhood is but it's fucked up because y'all don't give a fuck mm-hmm. you expect other people to come in and do that shit nah it's not it's not gonna work like that i'm gonna try we also have to talk about the mentality though, yes because mm-hmm. one main yep. reason why people act like that is because some people don't need some people don't know how to clean some people were never taught how to clean yes. some people didn't grow up with a mother and a father or the the tradition of cleaning up every saturday yeah. morning every yeah. fucking yeah. saturday, every saturday yeah. morning yeah. rain sleet yeah. or snow Some people didn't grow up with that. Some people grew up literally waking up, getting the elevator, and smelling raw piss every day. Every single day. Sidebar. (laughs) Sidebar. I remember there was this girl I was messing with, and um, I had to go to her her house. And, oh, my God. So, 
there was there's two there's two there's two issues that I have with this young lady. The first my first time going over there, um, they had dogs. The lady she they weren't even supposed to have dogs in it. I'm not gonna say the B word, but she had a fucking German shepherd in the elevator and the motherfucker just started pissing. Mm-hmm. It already smelled like pee. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, this is clearly something that people do. Yeah. She ain't even she ain't even look at me. Nope. You know, it wasn't even there was no like sense of like shame. Yeah, like, nope. oh, I'm so sorry. She just was like, Come on, come on, come on. Mm-hmm. And scoot it on out. It ain't yeah. say shit. And I'm like, damn, I gotta go to this girl house and mm-hmm. this piss and this yeah. that a third. The second time, yes, I do feel bad because I went over there two times. <laughs> the second time I went over there, she had a fucking rat the size of. <laughs> no, nah, I ain't gonna say that. It might have been like the size of the phone. It might have been the size of a fucking eleven, uh, a, a, a eleven pro. Wait, That's a ferret. This motherfucker. <laughs> now, you know. I'm low. I'm I'm not bougie as I used to be. I'm not as bougie since since I have since I stopped living with my mom. I'm I'm less bougie as I used to be. But you know, we ain't play that. We ain't play mice. We ain't play rats and none of that shit like that. Right. So she had a fucking rat, a, a ratatouille on a fucking uh, counter, and was Normal. comfortable. Yeah. I'm in a whole nother living room, <laughs> shivering like. This is dirty. Like, what if it come in here? Now I'm, I can't even pay you attention because now I'm looking, looking at the at floor to make sure like ain't nothing. Yep. Yep. And it was, it was on it, it. It found, it found its way onto like one of them glue traps. No, she ain't clean it up. She just left it there. Yeah. Like, oh, it when when it die, mm-hmm. then we'll, when it die. Oh, when it's yeah. smelling, you gotta. F- come on now, you I- nasty. Yeah, you think I want to do something with you, knowing that you cool with having dead rats in your kitchen? <laughs> nah, but you. Need, but, <laughs> yeah. but but wait, beyond you calling that girl nasty, what you have to feel and realize is what was her past like? <laughs> was she a little kid on a mattress with rats running on her while she was sleeping? Like, okay, well let me say something to stuff. that. Let me say something to like, that because that I grew up. Although people swore in school, rich, da, 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 I ain't no money. Right. We had mice. I've been traumatized yeah. by fucking rats. The, the I tell this story to anybody that want to listen. <laughs> the day that I woke up to go to school and I had these great hush puppies, I was so so. I was putting my foot in that shoe. I was a dead mouse no. in that bitch. I, when I say my body got Not cold, the hush I, to this day, I, like, love I feel hush like puppies. I'm crying. Yo, to this day, and, and I, like, grew up to the point where I saw baby mice. Like, mm-hmm. I saw these sh- pink. Yeah. Like, it was that bad. I would look over my couch and see that shit. I grew up with that. Yeah, that's nice. So, for me to be okay with that at this, it's, I'm not okay. Yeah, I'm not okay. When I'm looking you. for an apartment, do you have mice? Baby, the way That's I would get out this bitch, the way I would run up out this bitch, I cannot, I can't, I can't, like, I can't do it, and I grew up with it, so just to that, what you were saying, it depends on who you are, it does. because at the same time, maybe she didn't have to clean up every Saturday, mm-hmm. but my mama cleaned the kitchen, clean this, clean but that, imagine so, how many young kids made those pests yeah. their pets. It's funny, my friend just said she was mm. on her Michael Jackson, Mr. Rat. Uh, Mr. Ben, <laughs> I am yeah. my... Down down south Alabama, next to my aunt's house, um, it was um, my friend Willie. Like they had roaches, mm. 
I can't. Yeah. I, I don't. You know, I'm as big as I am. I'm like an elephant with my to mice. Like that shit freaks me the fuck out. But you're so comfortable mm-hmm. in that environment. Mm-hmm. I mean, they was like, he was like playing with them and like fucking like had like little was building little houses with dominoes think about it you don't have a choice to be comfortable yeah if if you don't have the choice to be comfortable if you're living in a building like imagine new york people be living in the buildings with on top of people in those projects and my i could be the cleanest motherfucker in my building right a rat gonna be in my apartment right a roach gonna be in there it's like i'm in here because it's dirty out there (laughs) yeah yeah Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's just really unfortunate it's just really really unfortunate yeah somebody also said it's an inside thing they treat the block how they feel thank you Mm, i mean that's that's true that's very true that's very true roach that's very well, true. But guess what? I said on my block, you know what I said I'm going to do on my block? I said on my block, I'm going to, um, what you call it? I'm going to put on my highlighter because I, you know, everybody who knows me, I got colorful everything. Come on my block with me too, please, because I want to do it. I was going to, get. Yeah, I was going to wear my highlighter gear. Um, I got like a jumper or whatever and Sweet. a thing. And I was going to start cleaning the block. And I feel like if people see me doing it, yeah. they're going to understand, one, my disdain for it. And two... How responsible that I'm trying to make you all mm-hmm. like let's because I'm a what I want to do is I really want you to throw something on the on the floor and I want to have like the little picker thing That's what I, I want. Want. and yeah. I want to pick it up right in front of you and put it in the trash. This and nigga wanted to have the whole experience. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, because yeah. in my mind, yo, I used to do this in high school. We used to clean up the block around the high school because the kids used to torture every house. Like That's they used to go behind the houses, take the whole sweat each other, like just be on people's property doing whatever they wanted to do and. That's what happened when you don't feel like you belong to your city. Mm. You know, you. I feel like these people just feel like they just living here. Like, no, we all are living here. We're living here together. Right. We have to keep this together. Right. We can make this block look amazing. Why would you want your your existence on life yes. to be living in filth? Yes. Ex- yes. They living in filth mentally. Mm. That is right. See, that is so there right. we go. I never thought go about that. I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell you now, though, Joe. You're gonna be that. You're gonna be outside picking up garbage <laughs> and, and shit, they keep throwing. and all that shit gonna be well and good till somebody yell out, "You missed the spot." Yeah. Oh no, no, yeah. they let them. They can yell that, and I'm gonna, and then I'm gonna reply with your dirty ass. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you're like, I ain't dirty. Yes, with your everybody loves saying they ain't dirty, <laughs> but then when you go home, like, no, you dirty. Actually, no, you actually dirty. It's dead. Like, come you got on, y'all. In front of your and house. Uh, yeah. for, for us. And and people that feel like us, we can't only say it, we have to do it too. Yes. We have to get out and show action yes. because it, this shit is wild. I'm so yeah. I'm so mad when I see people wind their window down and flick shit out Toss. the window on the highway and stuff. Toss. Like, why y'all putting those uh, $500 little whatever fines mm. on the highway? Put that shit on my block. Yo, could you like do a citizen's arrest for somebody who me did that? personally? Nah, I'm too little. They gonna throw me somewhere. I've been like, there yo, over sir, there, like, excuse me, sir. Sister, like, I need you to pull over. I'm placing you under citizen's arrest for littering. <laughs> Not nobody Listen, from Jersey, because nah. Jersey people just so quick. Get the fuck. Get the right. And even, and even if you don't want to get mad or respond, you're going to be mad as fuck. Who the fuck you talk like you're going to get they mad? They're going to pull out their phone. All right, say, yeah. the, say that again. I'm like, I'm just I, trying to clean up. I hate say that people again. from Jersey fight. It's like, why are y'all fighting? Um, everybody's so tough. Oh, I'm, well, I was born in oh, Washington, D.C., the capital of America. That is a Jersey and man. 
but I live I live my whole you life in Jersey. It. No, but okay. I just really hate when people from Jersey fight. I hate that we uh, fight each other because everybody yeah. tough. Like yeah. you, we we both tough. So what are we about to do right you now? You got attitude. Like, right. Yeah. That's why yeah. I think we, we need to be the most chill with each other. Go find somebody. But else. I mean, shit. But that's you know we right next door to yeah. to New York. Them niggas, all of them. They got all that. Everybody tough. The <laughs> babies is right? tough. The, oh, fuck it. <laughs> the rats is tough. Yeah, the pigeons is tough. We have a attitude. They have the they attitude. They got the attitude. Right? That's the y'all perfect place of attitude. Wow, the attitude, okay? That shit is wild. Oh, my God. We just went like. Right. Sorry. <laughs> oh. Sorry. <laughs> but it's just, it's so much shit happening. Yeah, man. You know. Like, and, just so much. And, you know. The one thing I will say is we will always we we have the time to to correct it. We yes. we have the time to do it. Um it's just being making sure that we kinda are all on the same page. Like black folks at this point, we should not be beefing with each other. No, because we have no. too many no. other people that Exactly. Like it. it's too many other things out here that we gotta worry about and at this point we all need to be together we need to all hold each other down in order to survive this thing called life because um we gotta get like the jewish people who know how to just get together and be about community we got to get there not saying we want to be like them but we want to get that mentality of you are my brother you are my sister let's do this i'm like yeah like when like i I don't even want to go through when we lost that because i don't but kenya you just said it the best way like it's a, it's a, it's an affirmation and it's manifestation. Yes, God. It's us literally saying to each other, "I got you." You know how I many young kids I mentor, kids that I don't even want to mentor, like people who just mm-hmm. take to my energy or whatnot, and they just be talking to me and telling me about their lives, and I'm like, "Yo, you, I love you, <laughs> I love you, and you're gonna be mm-hmm. great. Mm-hmm. You're gonna be great." One young man I was talking to, the boy, you know what he wanted to do. He kept on telling me he wanted to be a part of the army. Why? Because Everybody else is joining the mm-hmm. army, but everybody I know that's in the army hates it. The first thing they tell you is, "You don't want to be a part of this." And you fight for a country that yes. won't even fight yes. for you. No, and you're gonna be stuck with the them. sad part is, it's a lot of us going to, into the army oh, because for financial they know strong. Reasons. Yes, that's it. Financial yes. for money. Yes, yes right. money. Right. The number I, one. I almost joined the army. Number one, um, and they would have had yeah. you. I almost joined you. that shit, you know, because my man's was talking all this big dollars like yeah my cousin he getting this this time i'm like all right bet but then you you sit down and you think like yo it's motherfuckers who come back half of a person mentally and physically you feel me it's people who don't fucking come back you know what i'm saying i don't want that first of all they setting you out there to prepare yourself to kill to kill to do the one thing god definitely don't want you to do it's, it, it's definitely one of Whoa. the first rules he made. To go in the army and just kill. Wasn't that oh, yeah. the first you fucking commandment? To, you, oh, yeah. You are prepared to take another human's Y'all, life. Y'all, I've heard stories. For some shit that really ain't got nothing to do with you. I've heard right. stories of people that in the army, like, they saw stuff that, like, tra- like of course, traumatized. They, they go through all these other uh, uh, issues, but... The way they talk about how the army, like, is supposed to be, like, heroes. They sell it on the commercials. But it's nothing like that. They go on other people's countries and terrorize people. Yes. Yeah. Y'all, and you don't think that when you sign so it bad. up. But it's to the point that one, the one situation I heard had to do with kids. Mm. Oh, man. Listen, that's a, yeah, that is a, a regular thing there. They got to do what they got to do. 
Yeah, but it's like just like his. It, it was like the story I heard was like his just playing in a pool, and they were like basically in the way of. Mm. I mean, not in a pool, in the ocean, and they were in the way of a a ship. And, and, and they just murdered God's children. <sighs> it was like, imagine, like you guys, we have to, we have to learn to, uh, 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 to just give each other, uh, I, I want to say good feedback and, and, and good uh, thoughts and positive energy, because that's why I try to throw to all these young kids. I love communicating with young people. Like mm-hmm. that's my favorite thing because I want to help them change their perspectives and I want to show them opportunity. Yes. Like that's my yes. biggest thing because I remember in Liar, what's the movie with Jim Carrey where he, is it Jim? No, not Jim Carrey. The guy who became like Noah. Um, yeah. um, um he was in one that, of them. No, that's, um, Bruce, not Bruce Almighty. Steve Carell. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, Steve Carell. What's the movie? Bruce, it's not Bruce it's Almighty. Not Bruce uh, Almighty. Uh, or something art. No, it's art. No. I don't know what it was called. It's but it was something that. like that. Yes. Yeah. And he said, uh, I remember Morgan Freeman said, mm-hmm. um, when Morgan? it has something to do with, if you ask God for money, he won't give you money. If you ask God for a car, he's not going to give you a car. But what God will give you is the opportunity to obtain those things. Yes. So what I try to do is every young person I meet, I Alvin try to see Almighty. like if they can. Yes. Yeah. Evan Almighty. Evan Almighty. Yes. Evan Almighty? Okay. yes. Oh my God. Yes, yes. 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 And. In my head, I just know that if we. (laughs) 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 If we, if we keep on like just uh, speaking it into each other, especially the young people, they'll find a way y'all. It's all about the conversation. I keep on telling y'all, we keep on talking about this. Other people keep on hearing it. We have big conferences. Kia's in, that's her future plans. Panels, conferences, wellness. Like, this is what the community needs. This is what we all need, like, heavy. More of that. Come on, way less chicken Say that. Can you put that on a shirt? You don't understand this boy. Sushi is so talented, y'all. He don't even know. No, 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 for real, for real. He's very talented. I remember me and him as a baby. I was there. I was like... I was, I was like, Wait, that if is y'all don't t- know, Joe raised everybody he comes in contact with. If he meets you, you are sure to hear, I raised you. Or him to tell somebody else, you know I raised him, can you? I raised him. Hey. That's the father. Father. Um, listen. Joe's, Joe the father. <laughs> father Joe. Father Joe. Ooh, that would be a good show. Joe. I want, I want to be Papa the, Joe, no. Joe I want to be the <laughs> I want to be the guy in his version Father Joe <laughs> First of all leave my people out of here <laughs> GT Prince in the building Leave my people out of here If I knew how to have a good Liberia accent I would come back and I don't have one yet As long as I've been around y'all have um, one Ladies and gentlemen Once again I want to thank y'all for tuning in To the Love and Other Drugs podcast um, as you can see, things got crazy, and um, <laughs> things got even more crazier. Uh, we're going to cut this one in half because, as you can see, the runtime has been crazy. Um, this episode was at least like two two hours and like 20 minutes, so I'm um, try to cut it down. What we're going to do is we're going to split this episode, put this one out this week, and then I'm going to put the other one, the other half of this episode out next week so uh stay tuned once again thank y'all for tuning in it's your boy sushi fresh sushi soul star fresh sushi motherfucking fresh and we out